We're Dr. Gary and Barb Rosberg, America's Family Coaches. We've got a question for you. Is lack of jealousy a good thing? Great question, Gary. We came across this question. Listen to this. My new boyfriend has strict rules about not being jealous. He doesn't question where I'm going or who I'm with, and he expects the same from me. This makes me uncomfortable. I've explained that it is necessary and natural to be concerned about the other's whereabouts, but he gets upset when I bring this up. He's never given me a reason not to trust him, and he rarely goes out. But is this don't ask policy really a healthy idea for a relationship? You know what, Barb? Every relationship brings in experience. And so this boyfriend has got experiences, the girl's got experiences, and you know what? You've got experiences in your own marriage relationship. Here's what I've learned about jealousy. Sometimes it's pathological. So a husband or a wife will be in a marriage relationship and they'll be demanding, they'll be suspicious, they'll be distrusting, they'll be blaming, they'll be snooping, they'll be doing all sorts of different behaviors because there's wounds, there's hurts, other people have hurt them, and they're bringing in unfinished business into the marriage relationship. You know, other times people will reflect jealousy because they are jealously guarding that which God has entrusted them to, and that is a committed relationship, and they're guarding the heart of their marriage. And so they're looking and putting up their antenna for any threat to that relationship. That's a healthy form of jealousy. Well, it's jealousy guarding, uh, jealously guarding. Uh, I think about having a child. Say you had a uh, adolescent child, and your adolescent child is going to leave home, and they're telling you the terms that they're not going to tell you who they're going to be with. They're not going to say uh, when they're coming home. Well, there's this sense of, wait a minute, I love you. I care about you. I'm jealously guarding your protection. I'm jealously guarding myself as a family unit. I'm the mother uh, to you as the child. And so when there is passion in, in a relationship, when there is caring, when there is a open and healthy relationship with give and take and open exchange, there isn't room for uh, this don't ask, don't tell policy within a parent-child relationship, within a marriage relationship, within a dating relationship. I think those are placing healthy boundaries and guarding and jealously guarding, Gary, the boundaries around a relationship. So, Barb, let's coach our listeners on how to deal with a jealous spouse. Because if you've got a jealous mate, you know what? It's time to do a heart check to identify what might be at uh, what might be occurring in that relationship. Well, if there is jealousy, if there is anything that's going to the extreme, when when you're wondering why they're responding so uh, extremely, I guess you need to assess whether you're doing something that provokes the jealousy. You know, in the counseling room for years, when I would see jealousy in a relationship, uh, I would begin to really do some some digesting of that and try to discern what is the origin of that. You know, the reality, Barb, is if there is unfinished business, if there has been betrayal, if there have been wounds, if there's been abandonment, if there's been deception, if there's been lying, and a man and a woman step into a relationship, either dating or in marriage, and start projecting that onto their spouse and expecting that the lack of showing up on time, the lack of clarity and some communication, information around a text or an email or choose your poison, you know, all of a sudden finds them guilty of doing a violation of the relationship, that gets dangerous. That's a mm-hmm. sticky wicket for mm-hmm. somebody because somebody may be, if you will, paying time 
for somebody else who has done a crime that has some unfinished business. In that situation, if that person stepped into my counseling room, I would say, okay, then we need to go back, unpack that baggage, unpack those relationships, resolve those conflicts, get some insight into that. Mm -hmm. Because, gosh, it's become a toxic in this new marriage or this new relationship. It's because it's all getting projected and nobody can live up to that kind of scrutiny. So that is an unhealthy, you know, when we look at assessing what are we doing to provoke it, that's an unhealthy, um, I think, manifestation of unresolved pain in somebody's heart. Sometimes when there is a a triggering factor and something happens and brings it all to the surface, we also like to recommend stop that activity or involvement for a time to show your mate that you're committed to the marriage. So if there is something you're doing that is provoking, you know, uh, uh, enormous emotion and speculation of jealousy and hurt around that triggering behavior, stop it. So that leaves room for you and your spouse to talk about, you know, maybe some of those deeper issues. Yeah. And it may take a third person to help you sort through some of those issues. So, for instance, if if a spouse has been wounded or is some hurt and some, you know, literally some pathology around it and it's unresolved and they're interpreting everything that their mate is doing as uh, inappropriate and they're blaming them and they're accusing them and then you know what? Nobody can live up to that kind of scrutiny. So uh, as well as the the mate that might be doing something that's provoking it in the person who has unfinished business, they may need to stop some of those behaviors. But I'm going to tell you, Barb, the person who is bleeding needs to be open to some strong counseling and coaching to unpack what those issues are. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, again, nobody can live up to that kind of scrutiny. And, and so uh, this is tricky, this is sticky, and this is going to take some couples therapy. And if you are the, the partner or the spouse that is being, say, accused or labeled, yeah. or um, if you are the mature one, if you have truly the steady, eddy, healthy uh, factor in your marriage, then we encourage you to be strongly demonstrative in love towards your spouse. If they are weaker and they need some time to get stronger, stop the activity, as we said, that's triggering it, and love. Pour out love in your marriage so that you can grow towards health and get rid of the jealousy in your marriage. And then number four is to talk openly with your spouse about the problem. Get his or her take on it. Those feelings may be very legitimate and work together to find the solution. At the same time, if you feel accused, don't accuse. If you feel blamed, don't blame. Be strong. Be determined. Stand firm in love. When you multiply love, love covers every kind of sin, every kind of sin, even if you feel like you're being adjust, unjustly uh, you know, taken here. But truly, turn towards your mate, listen to their heart, allow them to express their feelings, and get through it so that you as a couple can seek wellness in your relationship. You know, and then, Barb, we identified earlier in this uh, program that jealousy really has two different components because part of it is healthy. Mm-hmm. So, honey, let's talk about healthy jealousy that affirms and protects a marriage relationship. Wherever there is passion, it's showing that you're, you are very, very committed to the relationship. There are health, there's healthy jealousy that builds boundaries of protection around your marriage. It also protects your marriage by safeguarding the relationship against truly outsiders, any other men, women, children, you name it. 
And there can be behaviors that can lead people outside of the the marriage relationship. When your spouse is talking directly about safeguarding the relationship, it's because they love you. They're passionate about guarding and stewarding uh, those boundaries around your relationship. You know, a healthy jealousy also helps you deepen the openness with each other in your marriage relationship, and it makes you accountable through honest communication. You know, when we are looking each other in each other's countenance, and we are praying together, and we're blessing each other, and we're affirming each other, and we are saying, I love you so much that I want to help you guard your heart. I want to guard the heart of our marriage. I believe in you. I trust you. um, I'm committed to you. And so let's do this together. You know what? A marriage is going to begin to soar. Um, I w- and I would also then coach every one of us that if there is a triggering event that is stirring something that is unfinished business, that is probably not the time to have that open communication and try to restore it. Uh, don't do it in the heat of the moment. Uh, take 10 and take a deep breath, come back to that. And yet with openness and communication and grace and unconditional love, you are creating an environment where a healthy jealousy in a marriage will guard it against any threat from any other person, as you said, Barb. So it's up to you. Take a stand for your marriage and give love generously to bring your mate through. We're Gary and Barb Rosberg, America's... For Dr. Gary and Barb Rosberg, go to AmericasFamilyCoaches.com and join the conversation.